Associations may be disorganized, and time and space relationships are lost. What is up? Welcome to the first video of the Hippie Speedball Podcast. It is your host with the most, Joe. It's good to finally fucking see you and good to finally see you me. Have you see me? I'm fucking up because I'm nervous. It's on camera. I'm not used to being on camera. It's kind of weird for me, but I'm super glad to have you tune in. If you're just now subscribed, just now getting on YouTube, hit subscribe down there. Follow on Instagram at Hippie Speedball Podcast, one word, and make sure you follow us and all the different shit. If you're listening on Apple Podcast. Hit five stars if you think it's a five-star podcast. I'm not going to tell you how to vote. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Anyway, I have been looking forward for this episode for so long because this is actually a really dear friend of mine. And when I just started Mm -hmm. reaching out on social media, getting things ready to go, you were actually the one that kind of reached out first and was like, hey, yo, I'd totally be interested in this. So please welcome to the studio, Patience Motherfucking Kaufman, owner of Bite Me Cookies and Treats. Thanks for fucking coming by. Thank you for having me on this. Yeah, on for this sure. Coming rocking with the Slayer shirt yeah. and freaking awesome. I yeah. love it. I had to keep it real. So. Well, no, that's good. That's good. I'm, you know, you were asking me, you were like, I don't know if I should dress up. I'm like, dude, it's all good. It's a weed podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to be smoking and just talking shit and stuff. So speaking of, why don't you go ahead and spark that up? This weed was actually brought to us by Quantum Alchemy. Thank you, Quantum. I know you're tuning in and thanks for following the podcast. Salute. And then you brave through the rain to come on through here. So I appreciate you doing that. I know you said it's not really your not really your thing. It's not my thing either. I almost fucking died last night when I was driving. <laughs> I know we're still pretty young, but I just feel like shit, I can't drive in the rain. I can't drive in the dark. Just like lights and Well, I, I feel like know. our generation, we all like we aged like really fast. Just over just <laughs> We hit midlife crisis. We, at like, like twenty five. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We all hit midlife crisis at like twenty five. And probably because I mean, like we all like, you know, saw like fucking mass death happen when we were all children and not anything has gotten better since then. So we're like Yeah. Huh. But luckily we got the internet to get us through it. But yeah. anyway, let's let's talk about negative shit later. Okay. Welcome to the fucking studio, the kitchen, yeah. the kitchen table. I know it's not really super fancy, but I'm glad to have you here. So the the great thing about Patience is she actually started a business when you were a stay-at-home mom, which I thought was really fucking cool. And then it just boomed up, and now that's what you're doing now. Yeah. And and it's and it's really it's really I've seen you just grow and grow and grow. And I remember seeing you like post pictures just when you were just kind of like doing it. And now you're like, hey, I got a legit business now. Boom! I just got my first business cards. Boom! I got a Facebook now, and I've been watching it grow and stuff. So I'm really excited to have you on and talk about it so tell me exactly like how how did this all get started so like now as I look back I can see so many hints like even in childhood that this was going to be my thing but when it like happened it was definitely like here this is what the fuck you're doing because you don't really have a choice so um when I was in a my relationship with my kid's father I kind of dabbled in selling stuff and even before that, um, I tried to open a coffee shop with like a business partner, hmm. put a ton of money into it. And I just like always, I don't know what in my own thing. Um, but what like actually started it um, is leaving my relationship and working at a job where I couldn't afford daycare. It was mm. like nine dollars an hour. Been there. And I made like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. How many kids do you have? I have two. Nice. I have a 10 um, year old, almost 11 year old and a seven year old daughter. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. I just got the one. <laughs> yeah, they're all grown. But yeah, it kind of um, 
I couldn't afford daycare. I couldn't afford to keep working and not being able to pay my bills or see my kids. So um, someone offered me, I think it was like $50 to make them a vegan Oreo cake. <laughs> and I was like, you'll pay me to make you something? Nice. Yeah. I'll Hell do yeah. This. Like, you know, no idea of cost or anything, but she loved it and she kept posting about it. And then more people asked me and, you know, I decided just to go for it. You just kind of kept rolling with it and yeah, it just kind of kept going. Yeah, and I quit going. my job and I put like all my tax money into it and just Hell fucking yeah. did it. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. And so yeah. like, so it pretty much started because you like, you couldn't really just like afford daycare and you're like, I'm just, I have to be at home. Like I can't, I can't really yeah. do anything else. Yeah. Cause I'm actually like, I've been in that exact scenario before and daycare is a fucking racket like it's it's ridiculous how much it actually costs and it's, it makes it so like especially as if you're a single parent it makes it so you're like it's absolutely impossible to or get ahead for, like cheaper care you have to worry about that too like, yes that's just like huge exactly yeah. well you get cheaper care you're gonna get cheaper service like i took yeah, my what does that mean exactly yeah. exactly i took my daughter to this one place uh for a while and then come to find out that they had been feeding the kids like just like fucking like top ramen the whole time and like and then because i was like hey i need to um you know do my tax stuff so i need to get your information so i can you know file my taxes and she's like oh i don't i don't claim anything on there and i'm like uh what i was like <laughs> i would like that benefit actually so yeah. i'm gonna take my kids somewhere else now yeah. and then i found out all the other shit so and it's it's fucking crazy so i'm glad that you're able to like get that work in and everything like that and so like uh how did it how did it kind of like snowball from those like those first orders and did it happen like oh how how fast did it happen um, I think the first year I spent a lot more money mm -hmm. and I spent a lot more time kind of like finding out like, what am I doing? Because, you know, baking cakes seems like you're just baking cakes, but, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I had to decide what kind of business I wanted to be. I had to decide, do I want to be super professional or am I going to just like keep it real? Like still mm. wear my t-shirts and jeans and say, yeah. Hey, this is who I am. You know, I'm kind of laid back, but your cake's going to be fucking perfect. Yeah. It look really <laughs> yeah, awesome. But I just kind of like had to find what customer base I wanted to. Um, that's still something that I'm learning, but yeah, I don't know if I, I still don't feel like I've taken off. So okay. when you ask that, I'm like trying to think back. Like, okay, I don't know. It's like slow. it just gets better. It's nice. just like that's good. Yeah, and, and that's the great thing about like running a business. It's just constantly evolving, constantly changing. Yeah. And so, how did this? How did this year? Like, how did this year like affect you? I mean, how did, did it? Like, were you able to kind of maintain stuff, or did like the coronavirus kind of keep people not ordering from like those types of businesses? It did both. So I definitely had goals that did not happen this year, mm -hmm. and I had to just accept that it wasn't gonna like I wasn't gonna meet those you know, financial goals. But yeah, when it first happened in March, it terrified me. I shut down my shop mm. and there were a few customers who were like, please, can you do this? And I was like, yeah. And, um, I don't know, just all the restaurants were open and they were still serving. And I was like, I'm one person. I know I follow all my guidelines. I mm -hmm. know how I work. So I'm going to keep selling. Yeah. And so at first it like took a good chunk. Um, and I'm still not like at where my goals were, mm -hmm. but I feel like I've met so many more people for different reasons because I wasn't booking weddings. All my weddings were canceled this year. Yeah. So I owed people money and I was like, so what am I going to do? <laughs> so instead, um, I'd reach out to like wedding photographers or, uh, there's these things I started doing called styled shoots where it's like a full on wedding, but you use 
you work with other businesses and professionals. Okay. And okay. Yeah. And I just, I started meeting so many more people and kind of just more networking within that yeah, kind of field. Nice. It pushed me to do stuff that I didn't even think about doing. Hell yeah. Yeah. So it's like more about learning to be flexible, I mm-hmm. guess, this year. Yeah. And then kind of just like evolving to the situation because I mean, like, yeah. like I was telling you earlier, it's like we got to play chess, not checkers when we're doing this yeah, sort of thing. You can't, you can't just give up. You can't just say, oh, there's COVID. I'm not doing business. No. Right. Exactly. You gotta just be flexible. Good on you for saying fuck that. That's not going to control what I do. Yeah, like this is. I guess this is how we're doing business. Telling COVID to go fuck itself. You're like, I don't fucking think so. No, people want their cakes, asshole. I'm going to make my fucking cakes. We we need our cakes even more. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I definitely put on my freaking quarantine fifteen for sure. I mean, didn't we all put on a few pounds this this freaking time? And then like, and people making delicious treats like you are the ones we have to thank for it. So I don't know if I should be mad or thankful. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's good. It's no, no. the stuff you make is super fucking tasty looking like I mean it, it looks really good so I mean do you like did you like take any sort of lessons for designing or did you just kind of like just do it based on just how you want it to look trial and error trial and error yeah just like failing a hundred times and then getting it right and being like okay cool. get the camera get the camera get the camera <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. hell yeah that's awesome yeah. I saw the uh one of my favorite ones that you did was the Rolex one Ooh, like where it was all gold was and stuff yeah. I know one of your most recent ones that was dope looking yeah. yeah she made a damn cake that looked like a rolex and it was impressive like and it had freaking gold all over it it was pretty awesome where can you be checked out again uh on your what's your instagram uh bite me cookies and treats just bite me cookies and treats one yeah. word yeah. okay but and then uh, yeah because i i follow your page and it's fucking awesome i love this different stuff that you do yeah, we're just on instagram and facebook mm-hmm. pretty simple yeah same yeah we're about to be on youtube as well actually well we've yeah. been on youtube but it's just been the audio clips and everything but now it's gonna be full i know video. now it's full on video thanks to you Woo-hoo-hoo. thanks for being on right i'm super super pumped but um yeah and it's i'm really glad that you're able to keep it rolling and keep it going and everything because a lot of people were shutting down a lot of people stopped i was in the process of starting my own business actually right before covid hit and i was actually doing a business kind of acting as like a growth consultant and i was helping small to medium-sized businesses kind of like just get to that next level so what i was doing is kind of just like mapping out everything for them making the contacts making the connections and basically saying like here you go and then just hand it over to them. And I was getting hit up left and right for stuff. Well, because people don't know how to do that. Like, guys, yeah. I still don't do that well. <laughs> it's a, it's a hard like thing. There's so many pieces of business yeah. that you can look at. And I've done so much sales work, so I don't really give a shit about throwing myself <laughs> out there. I'll just be like, yo, what's up? You don't like it? Okay. Like, yeah. you know, it's yeah, like, I don't just, really. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I was working with all these different people getting hit up. And then, boom, COVID hit. And that was it. And most of them were in like the booze and the nightlife industry. So that was a big thing that hit. And they're not working. Like, uh, yeah. And then yeah. no, now they're not. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, there's nothing to do. Like yeah. one of them was this one company, uh, shout out to Crawl Intentions in Portland, Oregon. They're a great freaking company. And I was working with their owner to help them expand uh, down to Vegas. And also we were setting up a um, like this like party cruise thing that was going to be going on every single month. And uh, they they worked out a partnership with the Portland Spirit. And so we were working out this thing. But hopefully, Crawl Intentions, you guys can get shit going again. I fucking love you, Kira. You're an awesome chick. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're really awesome people. So what are your plans for like, you know, th- this next year now that things are kind of like I know things are still kind of crazy, but I-, I feel like a momentum is kind of changing. And either it's either in people like are just saying, fuck it. And they're just going to say, I'm just going to do what I want to do now, because obviously we can't depend on the government for shit right now. No. And so um, or if things are kind of slowing down. So what's your plan for this next year? 
I think I've always had that mentality of fuck it, it's me or nothing. Oh, you're wearing a Slayer shirt, so I sure hope so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I had kids young, and yeah, I moved out young and all that. So mm-hmm. I just kind of like, like yeah, for a while it got me down. I was like, I maybe I'm going to shut my business. But then I looked at the real facts of what that would be. So I'm working for someone else. So who's watching my kids? So yep. I'm going to be making how much money less? You know, like just all kinds of things. Um, I think moving forward, I think I'm going to kind of revamp my goals. They're going to be a little different because I think okay. there's going to be a lot of COVID weddings. Mm. I think there's going to be lots of drive up parties. So um, mm, smart. I'm just opening Very my smart. options. I'm just saying like, how, how can we still do the things we love Playing to do? Chess, not checkers. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. How can we still do what we want to do with COVID in effect? That's good. That's that's awesome. And I if like it goes away. Then it's like, fuck, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then boom. And then you also have this evolved mindset mentality. You've already grown and gotten smarter and you're able to go back to business. So that's going to seem yeah. like primitive shit now. Yeah, you're going to be we've like, done this. you're just like, oh, really? This is what we're doing again? Psh, let me go ahead and take a nap real quick while I'm doing this shit. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Way to be very punk rock. I like that sort of mentality. Oh. You're like, fuck that. I'm not going to let that shit stop me. No. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so like I was wondering, um, have you ever thought about getting into like the edible game? I would love to. That would be awesome. I like, know it's a whole nother set of licensing that kind of for scares sure. me. Okay. But I would fucking love to. I make edibles for myself all the time. I was going to say, you seem like you would be the perfect some, type. I know. You, it's I okay. Know. I'll take them another time. It's all good. Uh, no, you seem like the perfect type that would make like dank, dank, dank edibles. Like, So you should get into that. Just kind of look at whatever yeah. licensing. Are you using a commissary or like do you just make it from home or do you have like an actual shop shop? Um. Oh, for my bakery. Yeah, yeah. All out of my house. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Nice. Everything's out of my house. Hell yeah, yeah. that's awesome. That's freaking dope. And yes. so, yeah, you should you should really look into that. Like, maybe if you're able to get into like, I don't know if you can make edibles in a commissary or not. Do you know if you can do that, Shelby? I think it's a lot of liquor laws that. Oh, so it has to be like. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that that makes me make more sense because you'd have cannabis and stuff like that. You know, yeah. have oils and butters thought, and stuff. I've thought of because I definitely want to get a trailer. I'm not going <laughs> to call it like a food truck, but it's going to be my like commercial kitchen. Hell yeah! Just like on the side of my house. Hell yeah! That's awesome. Um, but once I do that, I thought of like hitting up companies who already have like really dank weed and oils and being mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm an awesome banker or a baker. Can we just collaborate? Because mm-hmm. I love the idea of not only like. um because I can't do it all myself. I realize that. For sure. Like, I can't make cake toppers, and I can't book whole parties, and mm-hmm. I can't do all the planning. And, like, there's just so much already in business. So I was thinking, like, this year has taught me, too, to, like, branch out and meet people. Yeah. And network yourself. And it's not always about just customers directly, but, like, indirectly through other companies. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then being able to network and being able to do all that kind of stuff. It takes a fucking, it takes yeah. a team for sure. Like, well, and during COVID too, if you can like support another business and make money, that's like, why not? Yeah. And it's, that's a, that's, I'm great. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I feel like there's this weird and for, for you and I, and well, and now Shelby's my new business partner. And so like for, for us that, you know, are going to be working for ourselves and kind of pushing forward being entrepreneurs and stuff like yeah. that, I'm seeing this really awesome shift in the way that things I think are going to kind of start working. And it involves that community aspect that you were talking about. And I, I, I call it like either 
I call it controlled community capitalism is what I call it to where it's going to be like a blend of the two. So like, yeah. um, like I'm actually going to have the owners of glamorously filthy on the podcast and, uh, yeah. I know. And so, yeah, I know they, you're actually, I got to thank you for that because they reached out to me through your freaking tag. Dope. Yeah. She's really cool. She's been like, hustling forever. She's yeah. like, yeah. And we, we, we've been chatting a little bit. And so we're both just like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I like the way you think. I like yeah, the way you think. Yes. Like, it's so we're, oh, yeah. So and I'm really excited to have them on, but they're doing something really awesome to where they have like this clothing store, like kind of like boutique style area and like a creative, like collab dance studio thing. And I'm like, that's fucking genius. I also because, think she could definitely like help people lead their own businesses. Yes. Because she's like her mentality. Is she's very amazing. motivating. She's yeah, very motivating. She is. And she that is. takes a that takes a certain personality. And yeah. that's and that's something that I eventually want to do too, is help people build their businesses and help them build themselves up and say, Hey, this is actually easier than you think. You do gotta think a different way and stuff like that. And so um, but what what they're doing and it it read I don't know, I can really see like a trend going that way. Like, you know, like with like the community aspect more. You're fine. Uh, if You can also pull it back, too. If you want to lean back, you can also pull it closer towards you. It You can. Yeah, it, it moves. Okay. It's very, very mobile. I don't want to break it. You're not going to break <laughs> it. But I, I kind of see like, especially now that we're um, I see this kind of wave going this way, especially now that we're all getting a little fed up with the way corporations are acting, with the way the response of COVID is, is like all these small mom and pop businesses are shut down. But like you saw Clackamas Town Center during fucking Christmas time. You know, and it's like we can go to the casino and the mall and we can go to all these other spots. But I I think I just read Amazon made like one point eight something. Yeah. More than last year. And see during a pandemic. Exactly. And like and everybody's getting like more and more fed up with that sort of like, you know, that corporate kind of just nastiness, you know. And uh, so I can really see this more community aspect uh, coming into play to where people were just like, you know what? Go fuck yourselves. We don't need you, actually. We're fine over here. It's like... Well, yeah. I think people are realizing, like, if I if I go down to, like, a local store and I'm putting my money into that, even though it's a little more expensive, like, that money is keeping my community alive. Exactly. Not only, like, someone in California. Who yeah. Are, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and during COVID, when, like, I didn't get any handouts. I didn't get business loans or whatever nope me neither i didn't get dick i didn't get unemployment i didn't get business loans i didn't get nothing they don't like you if you're self-employed they don't like person yeah they don't like you if you are a hustler and you actually want to do shit and stuff like that you know it's because but it also makes you want to like do it even more because it makes you feel like okay then obviously i'm doing something right because it scares you it's so hard to do it it must be something i'm supposed to be trying to do exactly and if someone like like you and me who are kind of like forced to be our own bosses you know like you know it's like and and i I hate working for people actually like any time i've ever been thriving in my life was when i was able to determine my own schedule any job that i've ever had that i was doing really well was when i was doing that like when i was managing a distillery that was really awesome because i was able to literally set my own hours and make my own schedule i was doing outside sales and independent sales for a while and i was working as a freelance writer for a short period of time so when i was basically just making my own hours and my schedule i was making way more money because i knew exactly how much i wanted to make and usually i exceeded my goals and That's I was awesome. able to spend as much time with my kid as I fucking wanted. Yeah, because you, know? you can kind of pick your hours when exactly. they see if you can work a little. Or, exactly. You know, and then yeah. so I would be there when she would get home from school. Like when she got off the bus, boom, I'm there. You know, yeah. and so I was able to kind of do whatever I needed to do. And so that's kind of something that I really it's hard to do that and then go back to working with like for a boss, especially when you can see that you could run their company better than they could. 
Well, and when you see the attitude of your, I think that's the biggest thing mm-hmm. of your bosses. Yeah. And you're like, man, you, you could be doing better. You have the control to do whatever you want, really. It's mm-hmm. your business. And this is how you treat your employees or this is how you Exactly. Or this is things. what you pay. Like yeah, and this yeah. is your pay structure. Yeah. And and it makes me sick to my stomach, like how like certain like raises work. They're like, Oh, I got a fifty cent raise. It's just like that seems so like demeaning to me. When it's you like, add it up per monthly, it's like an extra two hundred maybe. Yeah. And that's nothing. What is that gonna do for me? Exactly. That's and not it's not gonna pay even health care. So. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like and it's like I don't know. And it's only you're only allowed to get that much every certain period of time. So it's like I have to wait until you think I'm worth more money. Or like, why work harder. Exactly. Why be better. Exactly. Why- try and yeah. then caps too like and yeah. then like salary caps and stuff like that it's like then why even bother trying anymore you know it's like that's why i liked doing like more like i mean when when i worked commission yeah i mean a lot of people think it's scary but when you actually like are able to get out and get it and get it done and yeah. you're fucking moving and like you know maintaining your own crm and your own fucking clients and everything like that and when i was doing like commission sales i made a fuckload of money i was not good at selling shit yeah i was i'm just a hustler (laughs) i tried but like i I cannot sell shit but like my own cakes is different well because they well they sell themselves you just gotta snap a photo and someone's like i want that yeah you know and i'm sure they taste delicious too (laughs) yeah i'm not really much of a cake eater but i was looking forward to some edibles but i'm i'm gonna hold you to that you owe me some edibles (laughs) i'm excited to try them i'm very excited because the ones at the fucking dispensaries are weak i need my medical card so i can get the good ones yeah i'd like to keep my like a hundred a hundred gram milligram doses that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah and if you don't even want to eat that much i like recommend taking that whole thing and just eating it all day Mm -hmm. yeah i I love i I love edible i would say i would need to eat like probably like two of them bitches i (laughs) definitely did and i I think by like my second brownie i was probably like three hours in after my first but i was already digging into the second nice and i was like oh yeah Nice. These are good. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You feel like the deflated girl, the anti-pot commercials. Oh, from, from oh those are great. Or they're like sucking into the couch. You're like that feels that's that's what I, I want. know. They're, they're trying <laughs> exactly. They're trying to get you to not smoke, but you're like, we're gonna get my hands on that weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those great. Yeah. So this is a good transition. It's something I like to ask everybody on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the first time you ever got high. Ooh, with my best friend's mama. Okay. Like hidden, all my friends were stoners, and I was like super anti-drug because I was raised by addicts. Mm. Um, and I put like we were raised to believe that weed was a gateway drug and all that shit, you know. Same, I was lied to as well. Yeah, <laughs> and I saw really bad drugs, and then I saw weed, so I was like, "Fuck no, <laughs> I'm not gonna do any of that." But I remember asking her like, "Hey, I want to try this, but I don't want anyone to know." Okay, and I got fucking high. Nice. I loved it. So did you smoke out of like a joint? You smoke out of a pipe, pipe. bong? In nice. the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. What'd you guys do afterwards? Like, what'd you do for Just your first Just hung out with my friends. Okay. Yeah. And I guess we, I kind of told him later, but yeah. Nice. How, like how old were you? Uh, 16. Nice. Nice. I was 16 as well. Yeah. Yeah. What am I, nice. And you've been getting high ever since. Do you ever take long tea breaks or? Long tea breaks? Like tolerance what? breaks? You ever take those? I have. A, well, yeah. I think that's why I like weed. Um, mm. When I was pregnant with my first, I quit. Okay. Yeah, and even even I wasn't like a heavy smoker until I moved out. Okay. Because I still had this like I didn't want people to think I was a stoner. 
I remember back in the day you were really like hush hush about the fact I that you smoked. I got good grades. I was friends with teachers. They liked me. I just tried to try to stay like under yeah. radar. Well, I remember I didn't find out you but smoked until me. after I was, <laughs> until we worked at uh, the pizza shop together. Oh and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. After yeah. we worked at the Murph, and uh, that's when I was. I think it was. Um, yeah, one of my homeboys was like, "Oh yeah, Patience is going to come over and smoke." I was like, "Wait, redhead yeah. from Milwaukee?" I was like, "No fucking way!" I was like, <laughs> "She smokes? That's crazy!" Yeah. No, that's awesome. And now you're here on the fucking Hippie Speedball Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I love weed. Nice. Speaking of, I wonderful. think it's your head, actually. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, you're cool. I'm going to slide it over to you. This fucking giant-ass table that we got. How we looking, man? Looking good? Nice. What's that? All right, perfect. Oh, really? Shit. Damn. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that we were already going that long. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, we uh, he and I are actually doing a lot more uh, production work together, actually. So I started a production company a while ago called Juniper Tree Productions, and it's named after my daughter. And so, yeah, her name is Juniper. And so um, shout out to little Juno. What's up, kid? Oh, <laughs> yeah. she's like, that's my dad. Yeah, right. She knows about the podcast. She thinks it's pretty cool. Oh, uh, kids are so awesome. Yeah, she's really awesome. But we're going to be doing uh, some more like uh, production work together. And we're actually going to be going down to Vegas in December to do this lady's wedding. And she's going to like pay for the trip and pay us to do it and shit. And it's going to be a lot of that's fun. That's what I want to do. I just want people to pay me to make their cakes elsewhere. I know, right? Like, Get paid to, to travel. Yes. Right? I <laughs> yeah. know. That's the dream right Why there. Why not? Like, right? Yes. I know. And that's actually one of the reasons I was uh, liking getting into the booze industry because there's a lot of that involved. Like there's a lot yeah. of like, oh, we have this convention over here. So we want you to attend for sales or something like that. Like that was like that was one of my biggest thing that I was trying to achieve too is to get paid to travel places. Yeah. And I was doing video production work with a couple local production companies, like just doing like working as like a cinematographer and like assistant camera and stuff. Yeah. But um, they actually paid me once to go to fucking uh, Seattle like just to go film a statue unveiling why not like seriously they were like hey can we get you to we'll, we'll fly you up here they'll like we'll fly you to seattle we'll pay for your hotel and we just need you to go to this uh com- like this college for a statue unveiling and it's like uh i was gonna be there for like 15 minutes like literally That's just just enough awesome. to set up the sticks hit record for a few minutes and then boom we're done cool go back to my hotel party in seattle for the night they were gonna pay me like 600 bucks to do it is that what you want to do like long term is travel um, I I would I would like to do this long term. Like yeah. this is what I'd like to do because it can be done remotely from anywhere. Yeah. I'd like to travel like for fun and then do like or networking even to, like, meet stuff. People to interview them. Or... Yo, yeah. yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. That'd be fucking yeah. cool. That's why my my whole studio is portable. Like I can literally fit all of my shit in a backpack. Yeah, yeah. Like every and I want to keep it that way. So that way, if I do need to go, someone's like, "Well, I can't fly out there." I'm like, "I don't give a damn. I'll come to you, bud. If I can get yeah. the interview, I'll come to you." Yeah. yeah. And so that's something I definitely want to do. And uh, I'm gonna be going down to Vegas in um i'm gonna be going i'm going to, i'm actually gonna be doing a bit of traveling this year uh to do, to promote the podcast and do some networking in the cannabis industry as well as the podcast uh, community yeah. and so um it, it granted you know things open up and you know things will well, be okay don't, i think i think you'll still be good i think i hope so because a lot of the conventions were canceled this year yeah so if i hope that things will be okay and they're gonna be like all right no fuck it we're putting them on yeah. but um i'm going to vegas in april and september for the uh bud tender awards and but if it doesn't, you still got to be like, so what What the fuck now? How do I meet my goal with this roadblock? Yeah, exactly. One, luckily, the cool thing with podcasting is there's also Zoom. So you can do Zoom episodes. And so I can pretty much like get anybody on the show. Like, That's like the new that. world. I still don't understand. I hate it. Zoom. I, I, yeah. I fucking hate Zoom. 
I'm sorry, Zoom. I when don't you get, like, like your company. When you get a video phone call, even that's like embarrassing. I don't know what to do with that. I, I feel like I freeze up when someone's like, "So and so trying to video chat you." I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> ah, no!" Like I don't know what to do all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't like the the front camera that my phone has. No, and you're just gonna sit there, walk around the house, and hold it, and I don't know. I don't know. What are we fucking vlogging here? No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm still getting used to the new age. New age Same here. Stuff, I feel like a fucking. Cool. I feel like an old man with all this shit, like yeah. coming on social media and stuff. And I also have like a little bit of like I don't know, like I, I I call myself like social media awkward because obviously in person I'm no problem talking to people, but on social media like I'll try to like write something and then I won't even fucking care about it like halfway through myself writing it. Like I'll like I'll start I'll start like typing it and I'm like, dude, I don't even fucking care about this anymore. I'm not gonna post this. Like, why would anybody like be like, oh, I like that. I don't even like it. <laughs> so it's I like, do, yeah, I do start to rant and then I'm like, I know no one's gonna care, but or okay. yeah, or God forbid these days you have a different opinion because then yeah. you'll just get thrown up on a fucking crucifix real quick. <laughs> I've been, like, I've been real better. Fast. I think I started the year angry about things. Yeah, yeah. But it's more just. You know, what can I do to change I, things for better? Exactly. Uh, and that's kind of what I'm more focused on right now. And that's that was like one of the uh, the good things about starting this podcast is because I'm able to get so many different kinds of people on here. And yeah. just to get like and I like the, the concept of long form conversation. I actually think that's it's something that's going to take over. I think because if you notice people's attention spans were going down, but now it's slowly coming back up because we yeah. went we went from, you know, reading books to reading tweets now we're getting more back into video and podcasting and now more long form conversation is becoming more and more of a thing. And I think as more and more people get censored in the future and more and more people are getting stifled, regardless if you're left, right, in the yeah. middle, it doesn't fucking matter. I've seen a few. Um, yeah, since things yeah. have been going down, I'd see a few people get accounts hacked or taken away. Exactly. Or, exactly. Yeah. And so it, it's good to get all different kinds of, you know, forms of conversation together and get people to talk and stuff like that. So like I did these two episodes where I had this guy I know who's like a hard Trump supporter. And then I also had uh, Ash on there. And then I did an episode with them two together. And sometimes that's great. Sometimes communication is like the biggest. That's and most exactly what step. I wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because we recorded the episode, but they had more to say and they wanted to do a part two. So I was like, OK, I'll wait to release it. So I'm still waiting on you guys for the schedule. Let me know because hi, like I'm waiting. So let's do this shit so people can hear it anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. And they um, they I, I recorded the episode and. Uh, they had more to say, but the cool thing was, is they were expecting to fight each other more. Like they were expecting to have more contention with each other. And then they were both texting me surprised. They were like, honestly, I was expecting to argue a little more. And I was like, maybe that was the whole point. Well, yeah, I think a lot <laughs> maybe of... that was the idea. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we have a lot of similar views and we're both pissed off that our needs are not being met. Mm -hmm. Regardless exactly. of how you may view things. I think some views are not the greatest but yeah for sure definitely definitely yeah, as long as it doesn't hurt. i think as long as it doesn't hurt or degrade any person or group of people like as long as you're not being hateful <laughs> towards anybody like you know and it's and you know and you can be civil like that's all i really care about you know but the second someone wants to be like hateful or some shit like that it's like get the fuck off my show but yeah, yeah. i could see because that's see that's why i was talking about like in the beginning of the year i was kind of angry at mm -hmm. people like not in a hateful way but like in a passionate like no this is important but I kind of learned to like back away from that and just, I guess, go into conversations as like more of a student instead of yes. like, I know, even exactly. though I already have my opinion and I want 
See, and that's a good way to put it. Change their mind, but I kind of just. That's a really good way to put it. Like I, I agree. Go in there with more of a student mentality than like than you know everything already because you're everybody's constantly learning. I mean, you're and it's. I mean, and then also I'm like, we all learn from science in high school. Like when you form a hypothesis, you need to test that hypothesis. And if you don't, you're never going to fucking know, you know, you have to test it. Then who knows? Like, what if you're like, this is what I believe. Someone's like, well, actually you're wrong about this, 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 this. You're like, oh shit, I didn't know about that. Whoops, my bad. Like you're constantly learning, constantly educating yourself. But a lot of people will throw themselves in an echo chamber and that's like super duper dangerous, you know, and like, and just be like where they only listen to their own views and nothing's getting opposed. Social media can sometimes be hard because, yeah. well, even in our own like circles and lives, even in Oregon, we're kind of in a bubble. Oh, yeah. Like we have to realize like no matter where you came from or where you live today, you've you've been in some kind of bubble unless you've visited every single yeah. city in the world. Like, yeah. 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 And it's like, um, and, uh, what I was, uh, what I was, sorry, if I can, I went on a tangent there for a second. What we I was, probably just go on. Uh, it, it can happen yeah. on this show a lot. Yeah. That's what the weed and coffee will do to you for sure. Yeah. But, uh, but like what I was getting at though is like, I, I like the, I like these long form conversations that are getting more popular and getting more like that. And, uh, I like having different opposing, even if it's like totally not what I believe in. Like I, I, I had a guest on, on here that I don't really believe in hardly anything that he actually believes in like and i was just kind of like uh-huh okay okay like just like that i was like all right i just want to let you talk homie like you know do your thing and uh and so i i think it's important for people to do that and i don't know i like i really want to do this podcast full-time that's something Fuck, i yeah. really want to do like well, and when you listen to people and then you ask them questions with respect even yeah. though you have different opinions yeah i feel like you tap into like another like maybe they will question what they think they yeah. believe and know. Maybe it's a question they've never been asked yet. Yeah, because if I come at you like you're fucking wrong, mm-hmm. you're, you're like, automatically putting up a wall, whether you're right or wrong. You're yeah, just exactly. Done with it. Yeah, you're automatically on the defense. Yeah, because, but if like, I listen, even though I don't technically agree, and I try to figure out like what mm-hmm. the base root of why you feel this way is, or what I don't know, because I feel like a lot of people, for instance, I know Trump supporters too, they don't trust their government to put into social programs Mm -hmm. that's the base of it but they won't say that they just don't want social programs yeah 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 and i know a lot of them that like uh you know the it's weird because like i used to be one of those people like the concept of socialism was a little bit like kind of like i was just like oh it'll never fucking work never work until i kind of realized the different social structures socialist structures that we kind of already have in place and stuff like that and so um yeah like I, i know people that are yeah like what you're talking about yeah like the trump supporters that are like really that believe in that and then there's also like on the left that you know think that just because like you want like a gun you're a nazi and like yeah. there's like i hate the fringes that's what i just don't I'm like, like i can go to the fucking country and shoot, shoot some shit sorry i'm like no it's all good. <laughs> i got you i totally yeah, got you like, it's I, all good i don't i don't think i fit in any kind of fucking category me but. neither me neither like and honestly i wasn't gonna i unfortunately didn't get a chance to vote this year because uh i was i was gonna wait until election day and i just had my ballot waiting for me at the office but um i what my i wasn't able to make it by the time they closed voting is in itself it's it's, it's, voting needs to be a a national holiday 
Ashley was the one that pointed that out on the podcast, and I was like, "That's a fucking good idea." On a yeah, country no one should that's, be able to work, have to work on a country that's Paid based on democracy. Off. You feel yeah. like the thing that is based on the way your country functions, you should take that day off. Like, yeah. if we can take Christmas off and Thanksgiving off and New do Year's that, and, like, why the fuck yeah. and fucking Columbus Day back in the day? Like, get yeah. the fuck out of here with that noise. <laughs> like, you know, like, and it's it's like, uh, it, yeah, and it's it, it's crazy that we like they that we have to work on that day because for people like me that needed a fucking babysitter that was the only thing like or have like a daycare center on hand at the ballot office so a parent can like yeah that's a whole nother thing just give people the day off yeah yeah exactly right yeah and so that's what i agree 100 percent. ash pointed that out i'm like that's a fucking baller idea like they should just make that a national holiday i'm really surprised that they don't i don't like i don't know maybe no because i was thinking maybe because it doesn't fall on the same day every year but it's always on like the same it's like on a Why Thursday or something. That's what I'm saying. Like changes. that's exactly what I was just going to correct myself yeah. on. Like I was going to say, like, yeah, the Thanksgiving changes. So why the fuck should it matter? There's so. so many. There's so many excuses. They need to get their fucking just, shit together. Damn it. If they can get paid not to do anything, right? We could get a day off, right? Vote, and it's it's least, funny because like least, one yeah. thing that we all can agree on right now, whether you're on the left or the right, is that this shit isn't working. No, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like not. yeah. And I actually just heard somebody say it. Other than myself, I've been saying this for a little while that I think the ultimate flaw is the two-party system in general i think like let's just get rid of that let's just say like two-party people exactly exactly so what is the point like it's causing so much division in these fringe groups and stuff like that let's just make it so it's like this person's crazy about this shit this person's crazy about this shit and these people kind of see what we need to do we could get really like into politics but i don't know i don't know no i try to stay away from them too much but like it's just it is just one of those things like you know it's like yeah i think it's kind of like one of the ultimate things that really needs to be looked at like but nobody's asking that question yet it's just like maybe because i'm a firm believer that if we have a problem go to like you know try to go to the core or the root of the problem you know and beyond yeah and like and if we want to you know and in regards to a social structure, like the two party system was actually developed because there's people that wanted to keep slaves. Like that's when it started. So it was started off social For disturbance. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, so let's just go back to that and yeah. be like, hey, that was a stupid idea. Let's just go ahead and scratch that off real quick and let's not do that anymore. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. you know, God forbid we think logically these days, right? Because yeah. we're at two plus two equals five. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What kind of weed did you get there, by the way? Not even what it says. It's actually like blueberry muffin. What are the odds of that? <laughs> oh, like, I told I you that actually, shit's been popping up everywhere. <laughs> I always like buy cakey weeds. So nice. If it's like muffin I or cake. It. Or, I love I it. Know. That's I, awesome. Like, like or like cookies or cake or something yeah. like that. Nice. Like, some sort that, of sweet. You should. Exactly. Like if I could get some sort of like audio reference or some sort of like stuff like that, like that would be sweet. Yeah, oh, sweet. It. Oh, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that does look. That, damn, those are pretty nugs. Yeah. Did you grow this? Did you? No, no, get no. Oh, okay, where'd you get it from? Mm, Green Fire Mountain is somewhere I go a lot, and then also, um, I don't know the name of it, but it's by Devil's Point Strip Club. Oh, the one right there by the bridge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know exactly which one you're talking about. I don't know the fucking name of that place yeah, either. Yeah, my actually. boyfriend works right down there. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Do you do you know the name of that shop? The one right when you're crossing the Ross Island. 
No? Okay. You can find it. I've seen that fucking green cross a billion times because yeah. my family lives over in Aloha. And so they, yeah. Hey, what's up, fam? Yeah. They don't they don't listen to the podcast at all. Not Actually, in Aloha? The, no, no, they don't listen at all. Like my, I don't really get a whole lot of support from my family on the show for some reason. Not one person in my blood family has bought a cake for me. That's fucked. That's super fucked. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've noticed you can't rely on the people you know for support. You gotta just keep going. Exactly. Yeah. I want to clear this out real quick. Yeah. If you really love me, pay me. No shit, right? I, I feed my kids with this. Like, yeah, this isn't something that I just want to do so you can get free shit. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not what I was trying to achieve with this. I I love doing. I probably do too much free shit, but I still yeah. <laughs> Well, you're a giving person. That's what happens. I feel. Yeah, well, that. I like balance that with asking for my worth when I do jobs. Oh yeah, I, for sure. Yeah. Good, good. And yeah. oh, something I also wanted to uh, congratulate you on was your feature in the magazine. Which magazine oh, was that? I saw Bridal you. Bridal magazine. Yeah, Bridal mag. Bridal yeah. magazine. Freaking actually yeah. just featured you in there. That is amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> Talk about freaking hitting up the bridal community and the wedding community. That's See, awesome. That's something COVID uh, pushed because um, I wasn't good at networking. We mm-hmm. were kind of talking about that. And um, I looked into styled shoots and basically I make a cake however I want to. That kind of fits a shoots theme. Mm-hmm. I was That's like, amazing. Fuck yeah, I get to be artistic. I get to be creative. I get to. Yeah. And I saw the pictures and stuff yeah, and I was like, dude, that's your cake. That's amazing. Yeah. Shout out to Bridal Magazine for featuring patients. That's what's up. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oregon Bridal Magazine. That's what it was called. Or is it just Bridal Bride, Bride Mag. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Nice. Nice. That's fucking awesome. Yes. Wonderful photographers. The model I've worked with a few times. She's amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Speaking of photographers, wanted to uh, give a little personal shout out to Shelby, my new media guy. Thank you so much for freaking doing this. Uh, Shelby was on the podcast Weed Industry and First Time Stories with Betsy. Great fucking episode. One of the highest played episodes actually of the show. So congratulations and find him uh, at Consciously Captured on Instagram. Phenomenal photographer as well. Yeah, excited to really be doing we'll some to, like, media with switch cards. Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah, there you go. Yeah, look at that. We'd bring so many people together. Oh yeah, there's Gizmo. I knew he was going to pop up at some point. He's the official studio cat, and he's uh, lucky because he's wearing a cone for a very very long time. Because he well, he had a hot spot on his belly that he was constantly getting at, and he was just like lick that shit raw, like to the point yeah. where like he would get blood on himself. He's and, like it itches. I'm gonna lick it. Yeah, he's I don't <laughs> I don't know. I was starting to think like, maybe he's just a fucking kinky dude or something. I don't know. He loves to fucking just fuck himself up. Like he would just the second we take the cone off, bam, the next day we had to put it right back on. Aww. This is the longest he's gone off like with the cone off for a very long time. Oh, he probably loves it. <laughs> oh yeah, he's feeling it for sure. But he's like a little cat dog. He likes to be held like a like a baby, like. He likes to have his chest and his stomach rubbed and stuff. Mm. He's dope. Yeah, he's a super cool cat. Yeah. Yeah, I love the animals. Yeah, uh, my fiance works at a vet clinic, actually. I, I did that for a second. That's a hard job. I couldn't do it. I couldn't it's hard. do it. It's emotional. Well, there's there's a uh, there's two different types of people in the world. There's people, people, and there's animal people. I'm just not really an animal person. I'm more of a people person. And then there's and there's some in the middle that just fucking hate everybody. <laughs> and there's I there's love those you and ones hate too. Yeah, well, the, you have you have to have a middle ground because yeah. if you do too much, you'll get taken advantage of. If you do too little, no one want to be around you. So it's good to have that little middle ground. It took me a long time to finally tell people to basically go to hell. 
Like, you know, finally, because, you know, you get... <laughs> you, <laughs> I know, right. You don't like, like me? Oh, okay. Oh, whatever. fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm talking about, like, for, like, uh, like doing nice things for people. You know, yeah. like, when it comes to, like, you know, like... Um, like deep, yeah. Like, just doing kind... Like, doing the acts of kindness where people that just always take advantage of it. And then, um, like, so when I was in high school, like, I was, like, I was, like, the king of the friend zone. Like, yeah. I, I got friend zoned by so many people. Well, you were super nice. Exactly. Exactly. You were always there. You're very talkative, and it's not like you want to like hit on. You know, I don't. Well, I know I did. Me. I just didn't have any confidence, or I had like no self esteem. Like yeah. I just. But what's come to find out that after high school, like all these girls were like, "Oh my god, I had a huge crush on you," and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, but I, I just had like I had yeah, and I just had like no confidence. I just had like zero self esteem on any of that shit. Uh, where were we going with this? I just lost my train of thought. What were we just talking about? I don't know. Fuck. Yes, yeah. being too nice to people. So I got friend zone a lot. Middle. Yeah. So I got friend zone a lot. And then there was always these like girls that would come to me for like advice. And then I would like help them out because I'm trying to be a nice guy. And then they would like go and like be with this other guy based on the advice I gave them. Yeah. Like, you know, and then it got to the point where they would eventually come to me and I'm like, you know what? I'm not your fucking therapist anymore. Okay. It's just yeah, like, like line. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. And so like, and then they thought that I was just like a dick for a little while. And so I was like, eh, whatever, go fuck yourselves. It took even, me a long time to get to that point. Though. Well, even with friends, like, um, I definitely, it definitely took me longer to find that boundary between like, you know, people I actually was attracted to, but like, even with friends, you have to have that boundary. Like if people aren't, I don't know, giving the same energy into you, I, you, you can still love them, but you also can be like, Hey, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to invest my energy into this. Exactly. Gonna, yeah. Exactly. Well, there only comes to a point where you're only like, you can only go so long on an empty cup. Yeah. You know, it comes to a point where like, you know, you, someone needs to fill yours too. <laughs> like, you know, your well, you back can... itches sometimes too, yeah. you know? And then it's like, and I've been in that situation where, um, so like when me and Allie, uh, moved into our, uh, moved into our apartment, like mm-hmm. our first apartment that we had um it was like literally like just us and one other person like everybody that said they were going to help bailed like and nobody was helping and so i made a promise to myself that i was like i'm not going to be that friend so like from now on if, if, if i know somebody that's like needs to move i'm like the first one that says hey let me help you out like let me do that for you because nobody else i guarantee will offer to probably do it like yeah, they no will and then they'll fucking no no it's no. not fun i don't like doing it yeah. but it's good for your karma it's good for them and to when you show up to help someone when you show up to help someone move like in the the look on their face when you show up and they're like oh my god thank god you're fucking here like they're like so happy to see you and usually you get pizza and beer out of it too so that's yeah. always really nice yeah. it always seems to be pizza and beer i don't know well, why that's you like invest a- yourself like that and you know that it's like a see that that's a better way to invest yourself instead of people who are like you feel taking your advice and kind of using your energy and not giving you anything back. You go and help someone move and they're like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. And that's a better way to use. Exactly. You know, and it's just good. it just it just, you know, it I don't know. I'm kind of like I, I reached this point in recent days where I'm like I'm really focused on my 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 karma cloud. Like, you know, like, you know, like, cause I, I came up with a saying and I had to post it on Facebook. So I was super proud of it. And I said, put the right kind of pressure in your karma cloud. So that way you can play in the snow instead of drowning in the rain. 
Like, yeah. you know, it's like make it so it's it's good for you, you know. So putting the right kind of pressure in your karma cloud and purpose over pleasure. Like that's that's what I've been all about lately and trying to like, you know, just like, you know, I've had to, you know, basically cut ties with certain very close people in my life. And it Which had to be hard. and it was. Yeah. yeah. And it, but it wasn't I had to make it not in like an angry way. It had to be kind of like an accepting you're not going to change. Kind that's of adulting. Way. You know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. It's do. like it's like trying to one like. It's like, all right, it is what it is, you know, like I can't yeah. change you. You can't change me. Fuck it. I'm just going to focus on myself. And and like that's this, actually why the podcast has been doing so well, because I've just yeah. been grinding my ass off on it and just getting it the fuck out there and just talking and connecting with people and exactly. like doing what brings you good energy. And exactly. Is, you know, and, and you need. getting people that maybe like need to hear certain messages or maybe yeah. like they need to like, I don't know, like maybe. I don't know, but like information that they might need. Like, uh, so like uh, here in a few weeks, I'm actually going to have the uh, program director for the hyperbolic department for legacy hospital. Like, and talking about all the leaps and bounds that they're actually making with like yeah. hyperbolic chambers and COVID treatments and stuff. And so like, I'm going to have them on the podcast, all sorts of different random people. And it's getting me That's to gonna be crazy. It's going to be dope. I'm yeah. really excited. Yeah. yeah. And, so, cool. and, and so I have the program director and another doctor that's going to be with her. And so uh, they're both going to be on the podcast talking about this and all sorts of different random people. I'm going to have a professional poker player on the podcast who actually sat at a table with Ray Romano. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I was. I've like, seen those shows where they have the celebrities on. Yeah, there. and he was there, and he actually won the Super the he won the final hand in the tournament. Like, oh. it, yeah, and it was like a really big Texas hold on. That would like, be funny playing with him. He I can know. like smile the whole time, and I'd be like, "Fuck, I don't know." This guy was like G status because he's like wearing headphones. He has a wife beater on. He's uh. just sitting there with his cards, just fucking like just in the zone poker really? player. Yeah, yeah. His name is Justin Phillips. He goes by Red. He's going to be on the podcast actually soon. I'm really excited to have him on. But doing this is like, like you were saying, it's got me to meet all these different kinds of people that I never would have been brushing shoulders with, and like, yeah. and now like you know I'm going. In fucking Vegas to do stuff with like the Bud Tender Awards and like That's doing all this other kind cool. of shit. It's yeah. it's it's really really cool. I'm excited, and it's all because I think I, I think it's because of what I was doing, trying to just focus on doing good things for people, focusing on just, you know, just trying to move on from different things, not in an angry way. I think that's kind of what's helping build the momentum in the direction that it's going because I feel it. Shelby feels it like a motherfucker. We're both just kind of like, dude, well, this is pretty yeah, dope. Someone <laughs> told me that when you push love, you receive love. And that's in like the whole thing. Like I support other bakers that are out of here course. and I'll like, sometimes I can't take an order. So I refer them elsewhere mm -hmm. and people are like, how can you do that? You're losing customers. I'm like, no, I am gaining so yes. much more. Like, yes, exactly. You're gaining so, trust. There's so much out there for everyone to have. Mm -hmm. And by gaining, like not just saying, Oh, customers over this other business. Like this other business is a family. This other business is doing the same shit I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and then she'll refer people over to me or we're collabing or we're, you know, yeah, Exactly. When you give love, you definitely get love. And exactly. You just and gotta it's gotta find where it's mm -hmm. meant to go. Yeah. And yeah. when you um and when you do that, it builds trust with that person because like when they're going to be looking for stuff again, they're going to stumble across you and be like, oh, yeah, I remember. Like she didn't even care. She just wanted to help me, you know, yeah, like and it's like one of those things. That. Exactly. We were literally just talking about that with the weed industry about how like uh, in like uh, dispensaries that we've worked at that we've actually sent people to other weed shops because like we didn't have what they were looking for. Or let's say Everywhere they were looking I worked, for. I always hated that. Yeah. Like exactly. in a real world, like when you work for someone else, they, they hate that. It's that corporate mindset it's like why exactly like why not when 
people trust you and you can be real with your customers, mm-hmm. they're going to come back to you regardless. People like, love authenticity. Like yeah. that's what people love. Yes. It doesn't like people love authenticity over greed, you know, because yes. if you're just like, oh, you don't want to buy from them. Like unless there's like a legitimate reason that yeah. you're like, oh, no, they do this with their weed, like or they buy from these farms that do these bad things or, or like, you know, or in there you just don't want. Yeah, yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. But um, like we were just talking about how there's been plenty of times where someone's like, hey, I'm looking for this specific strain and be like, oh, let's just jump on Leafly. Let's find out where that's at man like you know it's like or like or or, hey i'm looking for something that is kind of similar to this and be like oh let's jump on seed finder oh they don't have that but they got at this shop down here go ahead and tell them that you know so and so sent you you know and so we we've done that plenty of times and so it's really important to build that sort of trust and everything and kind of you know keep that positive energy going and if you can do that and like use local people in the community you're building exactly exactly see like that's what i'm saying like i feel like it's kind of like I feel like more people, business owners in particular, are kind of developing this mindset and they're developing more of the idea of saying that that we can, we should just rely more on each other than have to worry about these. Yeah, more people are doing their own shit to make money. Exactly. And they're realizing how hard it is to do shit by themselves. So Mm -hmm. like me, like I don't think I would have spent money certain places that I have now as a business owner, even though I don't really have it. I'll like pay another mom business to do something for me. Yeah. Because... Like, I'm not, I don't know. It just makes sense. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. if you want to, like, you know, like, let's say, um, like, for instance, I, I really want, like, I have the, the coffee mugs that I am yeah. have out now. Like, and I you can buy them online at Teespring. The link will be below, by the way. Uh, you can buy them online. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little product placement. Uh, so um, I have the coffee mugs. But what I really want to do is I want to just, like, buy a bunch of just, like, bulk coffee mugs. And then I want to just have, like, a local, like, screen printer person. Like, with, like, even just, like, someone with, like, a cricket. Like, I know, a couple some, like, okay, okay, so. I would love to get a price from them because a lot of people I've talked to, they fucking are going to charge way too much. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, yeah. like I'm, I'm struggling myself, homie. Let's work together here. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and so that's ultimately um, what I wanted to do with the coffee mugs, but you can also buy them online. So Teespring link will be down below. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I also have some, I love it. yeah I also have some uh, dope uh, shirts that are on there too that I'm excited. Yeah. I have a this a logo that I designed where it's a, a coffee emoji plus a weed leaf, and then it has a smiling face. Yeah, it, it Just, looks <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. a little hippie speedball. <laughs> That's awesome. But I should actually probably wrap this up right now. So okay. we're already just actually going on about an hour. Oh, so that was fucking perfect timing. So yeah. thank you so much for fucking coming in. This was yeah. a fucking blast. I can't wait to have you back on in the future because here, you know, as we're going to be building this, I'm going to have a legit studio probably here in the near future, like an actual spot and everything. And we got lots of things in the works, a lot more video coming. Some pretty dope shit in the weed community that's going to be coming forward. So thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you coming. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. you All right. Oh, the coffee mug is actually at uh, Teespring. The link will actually be right down below the video. Yeah, yeah, I can post that. You'll see the image right below the video. You can go to the Teespring account. Very, very cheap. I ain't trying to rip you guys off like a lot of people are on Teespring. Some of them are like, oh, you should, a lot of people charge $25 for this shirt. Fuck that. We're all potheads. We don't have much money. So it's a lot <laughs> cheaper than a lot of other people will charge on there. Basically around just around less than 20 bucks after shipping. So check it out. T-shirts and everything will down below. Thanks for tuning in to the Hippie Speedball Podcast. It is your host with the most, Joe. And I'll see you guys again next time. Peace. Peace.